just so happy. She's just so happy. So she really did save my, literally my life. Hello, animal people. Welcome to Rescued by a Dog, a podcast that brings you the stories the world needs right now about how our pets are always the best things in our lives, even when the world is a flaming dumpster fire. These are stories about dogs who have actually saved their owners' lives. I'm Laura, a writer, a mom to two incredible rescue dogs, and a fierce animal advocate. I'm so excited to bring you a big-hearted story today from Samantha, whose beautiful dog, Papaya, actually saved her life. Our sponsor today is a fantastic team of trainers in Austin, Tooth and Tail Dog Services, dedicated to helping humans and their dogs better their communications through training, as well as providing a safe and comfortable environment for dogs while their human parents are away. Check out Tooth and Tail at toothandtaildogservices.com. Now get your tissues ready for a story about how dogs give us hope. A warning that this episode does contain a brief discussion of suicidal ideation. Check, check. All right, we are rolling. Hi. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. Thank you for having us. Let's hear a little bit about why you wanted to tell a story about papaya. Generally, this podcast is about dogs who have saved their owner's lives. And I will get to that entire story, but to, for your story to set it up properly, can we hear a little bit about what you were going through in your life before you met Papaya? Absolutely. Um, so the beginning of, uh, I'll go back to 2020, the beginning of 2020, um, I uh, went through a divorce after 12 years of marriage. We went through the pandemic, everyone. Um, I lost my little chihuahua. She had stomach cancer. And then I lost my um, pit bull, Izzy. Um, And that name will be important later. Um, She has stomach cancer. I mean, she had lung cancer. I'm sorry. Um, She was 12. And that left my cat of 10 years and my my pit bull, my big bull master pit bull, Canelo, um, kind of by ourselves. And at the end of the pen, at the end of uh, twenty twenty one, some girlfriends and I decided to go on a trip. And I left. Uh, I never boarded Canelo before, but he was really sad from Izzy's passing, and I wanted him to go to like doggy daycare, get some friends, get out of the house. I was working remote, like everybody, I'm sure. Yep. And the night of September eighteenth. 2021, there was a fire, and I'm sorry if I lose it for a little it's bit. okay. There was a fire that killed all 75 dogs, including Canelo. No. And um, oh, it was the, the year anniversary uh, just passed. Sunday was the year anniversary of that um, so tragedy. Thank you. So um, at that time, I was riddled with guilt, heartbreak, it was inconsolable, was to be honest, suicidal. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. I didn't leave the house. Um, luckily, I had a really great director and manager at my job. They understood. They let me work as much as I could. And my best friend, Jessica Coronado, she's like, she had bought tickets to go see Gwen Stefani in, in, in Las Vegas. And she's like, we, we, just, we weren't sure if we were going to go. And she said, let's just go. Let's get you out of the house. 
And we went and we had a good time, but I was anxious. Papaya's chiming in. Yeah, she's, 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 she's my, she feels my anxiety. She, I was going to say, she knows, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, she does. And that's why I'm trying to like keep it together. Um, no, I mean, she, she probably is used to consoling you. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She is very uh, good at, um, I actually, she's my service dog oh. because of my anxiety, yeah. because of my PTSD. Um, we literally flew up. Went to Vegas, saw the show, flew back, was anxious the entire time. My daughter was watching my cat, <laughs> and I was just didn't want to be away from him because I just was, you know, still dealing with everything. And on the way, on the plane ride, I didn't have any Wi-Fi, but I looked my, at my phone, and APA is on my feed. And I so what's the? Some people don't know what APA is. What it's is Austin Pets Alive. And what is that? It's a, a rescue. Uh, um, facility here, and I always have adopted. I adopted Canelo from Williamson County Regional Center, oh, yeah. and um, this video—I mean, not this video. This picture popped up of this dog. There was a before, and she was smiling and happy, and then there was an after where she had a cone on, and she just had the saddest face. Was that papaya? That was papaya. And her eyes were just like, she was looking at me. And I remember I showed the phone to my best friend. We're sitting on the plane. And I said, I'm going to foster this dog. And she's like, okay. How (laughs) long after the fire was that? This was um, the end of, it was the beginning of November. So only a couple months. A couple months. Tell me a little bit about what what does papaya look like so people can kind of get a picture of her. Well, I'm probably biased, but she's beautiful. She is uh, about 67 pounds. She's a brindle pit. She's got white on her face and on her ears, like little paint drops, I call them. Um, and she is um, missing one of her back legs and her tail. And I was trying to figure out a way to get out of my 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 grief yeah. uh, not my grief but out of this situation where I could not I felt like I couldn't breathe I couldn't I couldn't function and yeah. I thought I need I need to give some love I need to do something and for for whatever reason Paya just she just could call my name and then that, we landed that night actually and when I went home I opened my laptop and I put in a foster application you hadn't even met her I hadn't met her Hadn't seen her. So what was it about the picture or the bio or whatever it was that drew you to her? It was the picture because her bio, bless her heart, she had like bite history and she had like a really bad rep and it was her face. It was her sadness. And I remember telling my friend, my bestie at the time, I want to make her smile again. I love bully smiles. Yeah. And I wanted to see that before picture. I wanted her to have that. And I was like... I'll heal her body, and hopefully she can heal my heart. So can you tell us what Papaya had been through at the same time as you were going through a lot? Yeah, so when I got a response almost immediately, and they were saying um, that she had been hit by a car in October, uh, the beginning of October, that she... um, had lost, they had to amputate one of her back legs and her tail, and that she was in the clinic, and they wanted to get her out of the shelter, get her out of the clinic, get her somewhere quiet, and have some attention given so that she could get better, so she could heal. 
and I was I didn't know that she was a tripod when I applied. Um, the picture didn't show that. So they said, well, we need to let you know that she had, you know, this is what happened. And I said, I want her even more because I want to be able to take care of her. She needs to get out of the shelter. Uh, so I was set to go pick her up and I had never, still never met her. I went to go pick her up and the girl that met me was the behavioral specialist and her name was Izzy Martin. Yeah. And I was like, I lost Izzy. What are the odds that someone will be named Aww. Izzy? And I just felt like my Izzy sent me to Papaya. Oh. And I was like, what are the odds? And I, I was telling Izzy, Mark, the, the woman Izzy, and she was like, she, she and I both got chills. I still get chills. Um, when I went to go pick her up, she unfortunately had uh, licked her wound so bad that she had to have a blood transfusion. She bled really, really bad. Yep. And I, they had to clean that up. So essentially she went through kind of two surgeries, two amputations on the same leg. And I remember at the time, just like this dog is such a fighter. She's such a, you know, she, her will to live is so strong that she's been through all this, you know, being hit by a car. That's our, can't even imagine that trauma. And then having to have her leg amputated and then bleed so much that she had to have a blood transfusion. And then, so they said, she's going to have to stay for a little bit longer, but do you still want to foster her? And I couldn't see her or anything because she was in the clinic. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll come back. Just let me know. So they would send me videos of her recovering and she just was still so sad. And on my birthday, they said, come get her at 1128. And on your birthday? On my birthday. It was a Sunday. And I said, I'll be right there. And she came out. She had this big white cone on. And she looked at me and I looked at her and I just felt this, like, connection. And she, they opened the back door. I have an SUV. And they opened the back door. She, they helped her in. And she sat down and was like, okay, let's go. Aww. And we were all kind of laughing that she was just so settled in already. And they took her picture. She looked out the window. And all the way home... I live in Georgetown, all the way home, she would just look out the window, and I'd glance back at her, and I'd talk to her, and she would, like, glance back at me, and she was very calm, and we got home, and I had set up a room in my house for her, and she laid on the couch, and she was taking six medicines at the time, and I do remember going, I'm trying to force this medicine down her, she doesn't know me, I, I, I don't know her very well. But we managed to get it done, and slowly but surely, she started to recover. She started to, like, explore the backyard, have a big backyard, um, which I hadn't been in since Canelo had passed, since he was killed. I couldn't bear to go in the backyard because he oh. would run and run and run in that backyard. But I told, again, my bestie, who I couldn't have gotten through this without her, I want another dog to be able to enjoy this yard, to be able to go through this yard and run. And and McIntyre's had donated a tree and our, each of our dogs name and they came and they, so there's a tree in my backyard that's dedicated oh. to Canelo. And uh, she, 
I think she's aware of it because she will like walk around it. She's very weary of it, but she, but she will like the other trees. She doesn't really care, but that one she kind of pays kind of a special attention to. Um, so uh, she started exploring the yard, and she just started getting stronger and stronger. Did you ever find out what the bite history was with her? You said there was one. Did you find out what happened? Um, they said that a str- that someone had her. Some a doctor had her in the house, and uh, a friend had came in, and she bit him. Um, I have never seen her bite. Like I was very cautious because of that. I didn't want her to bite anybody. Yeah. But you saw when we came in. She's very lovable. Like she's also very good with dogs. Um, she's good with all people. She's good with dogs, people. The only thing she that we so we went for a walk. That was another transition when she was finally able to. I didn't want to. It was probably like a month in. I love that you rescued her because um, I know from my experience working in the shelter that dogs with a bite history, whether it was real or not, it sounds like we don't even know if it was a real bite or not. Right. And it could have been that someone came into the house and was aggressive with her. That's so what, you'll never yeah, know. You never know. But so it's very hard to get them adopted though, because someone has to take a chance and just say. I'm going to give you a chance to show me who you really are. I'm going to take that risk. And it sounds like you were in a place where you were willing to do that for another creature if they were willing to help you too. And I think that's amazing. And so my question for you is you were fostering her. When did you know that you, that she was your dog and that you were going to adopt her? I probably knew it pretty close in. Um, But I got a call from Austin Pets Alive and they were saying, okay, um, we have someone that wants to adopt her and, and I was, I was like, who are these people? And they were like, well, they live in an apartment on the third floor. And I'm like, again, who are these people? And, and why would you adopt a dog that tripod? And, and I said, um, no, <laughs> I said, no, I want to keep her for a little bit longer. She's first of all, not healed, you know, all the way. And I just couldn't see her leaving my house and my my best friend was like I knew you were going to be a foster fail or win or she's yeah I like to call them foster wins yeah. I have one of those <laughs> yes and she goes I knew it was there a moment after you adopted her when you could tell she knew she was safe with you and that you were her mama I do um and my whole thing to fostering her was like, I'm going to make her bully smile again. I love bully smiles. And she had the best bully smile in that picture. And she hadn't smiled. Like, she hadn't smiled. And I remember I was working at the table. I was I was working. And um, I worked for the dining room. And she was sitting in the living room on her on her, her bed. And she had some toys. And I looked over there. And there's fuzz everywhere. And there's like a couple hanging from her mouth. And she's got the biggest smile. And I'm like, I took a picture. I was like, that was the first time I felt like she was like, I'm just home. I'm going to, you know, play with my toys. And I'm smiling. And how long into it was that? That was um, shortly after I adopted her. I adopted her in January officially. And it was probably shortly after that. Was she happy from that moment on or did she go back and forth? No, she's always been, that was, that was it. She was like, wow. okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm like, okay, baby girl. Well, then we'll just keep on keeping on. 
Um, I took her, I, I always wanted to take Canelo and Izzy to uh, Blue Bonnet to get a Blue Bonnet picture. I took, I took, um, so these are all my first, that was like, I never went, never took them to the beach. And yeah. I took her to the beach. So Did she like it? She loved it. She didn't understand why the seagulls wouldn't, wouldn't play with her. Yeah. <laughs> but she loved it. And I was like, these are the first, because I'm doing them with her that I wanted to do with Canelo and Izzy. Yeah. And that's another thing. It's like, she's made me do things. And about a month into it, around Christmas time, uh, I took her to my my parents' house, my mom's house. And she, my mom was not a very, she's not really a dog person, but she immediately started like petting on her. And, and she goes, you know what? She goes, and I was telling her the situation and she's like, you gave each other hope, Sam. And I said, that sums it up, mom. If she can fight and, and for her life, the way she did, then she gives me hope. She gives me hope that it's going to be okay. That, you know, that life is worth living and it is going to be okay. So that's really big deal that she saved my life because I was in, in, in dire straits. <laughs> um, I have to, I still have, you know, a lot of guilt um, about that weekend. But she kind of just makes me feel peaceful. She's like, you know, you need to take care of me. Uh, gives me something to love and and focus on and do things with. She's a she's a, a great uh, companion. We go a lot of places where I didn't before. Um, I take her with me um, just to give her some experiences and to make to give myself and and to like. Get you out of the house. Get me out of the house. Do things where if I didn't have her, I probably would still be rolling around in my house, you know. Do you, are you happy to be alive now that you have her? Are you, do you have a different feeling about your own life and wanting to be in it? I do. And this weekend helped, helped some um, because a lot of the families got together for the vigils and the memorials. Mm -hmm. And we have this unfortunate bond um, with grief of grief. Oh, last weekend was the, was the was anniversary. The 18th, yeah, mm-hmm, Sunday, um, and it made me realize that I think Canelo would be proud that I taking such good care of Papaya. He wouldn't want me to be, you know, upset or sad. He, you know, loved me with all he had. I loved him with all I had, and. I want to make him proud, and I want to make her proud, and I want to make a difference. So how can I do that if I'm not here? So she, she's, yeah, she helped me realize that. So she really did save my, literally my life. Well, I don't know if anyone, if people can hear noises in the background. That is Papaya destroying a toy that I gave her, knowing that she would destroy it. You told me she would, and she's yes. doing a very, very good job at it right now. She's really good at destroying. <laughs> she doesn't, she doesn't eat it, so that's good. Oh, that's <laughs> but she does leave you a lot of fuzz around the house. You have saved a dog in Papaya that almost no one else would be willing to save because she had extremely high medical needs. She had a bite history. Maybe. We don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. And she's so worthy. Yeah.
Thank you for that. One at Wag Heaven had a vigil on Saturday, and one of the owners of the Wag Heaven said, these dogs are heroes. They have brought awareness, and through their deaths, not, they didn't die in vain, they are heroes because people now will ask questions, and they will um, make sure that they feel comfortable boarding their, their dogs. Um and it's funny, I'm on a podcast, but my best friend and I are going to do a podcast to try to continue their awareness, things to look for, things to ask when you're boarding, um, and make change laws. The law, the Texas law, is um, very, it just doesn't pertain. They're not considered occupants. They're considered property, like a lawnmower. Um, you just have to be really aware and leery of of um of where you leave your your babes. <laughs> you do, and I'm getting I'm getting some you. water now in case she's still, oh she is thirsty. There you go, good girl. Um, you do have to be careful, but you also have to be able to trust. Yes. you know we can't. It's it's one of the hard things. It's like you know leaving your your uh, your children. Your children, yes, they are they our are children. children. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I am sure you're right that Canelo is proud of you for what you've done. I hope so. <laughs> Do you feel him watching over you? Um, no, but I, because I want him to be off running or in the field somewhere. Off running around, busy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I don't want him to dwell. But I mean, I talk to him. You do. I know that sounds weird. No. But I do talk to him, and and this weekend I I felt him for the first time in a while, and he and it was a lightness that I hadn't felt in a long time. And when I would think of him, I would just feel this overwhelming grief. But I could think of him and talk to him, and and I felt a lightness, like he's okay. You know, it, it. and a lot of that is because of papaya as well. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm taking, she's taking care of me. I'm taking yeah. care of her and he's happy for that. And I know he's with Izzy and I know he's happy. What is a particularly happy memory that you have with papaya? So, um, I, uh, I started watering my garden again and uh, didn't realize that she loves water, like loves it. And I bought her a splash pad um, and I think it was June or July when it was really, really hot. And I turned it on and I recorded her a video. I got a video of her and she's just just running and like hopping around in this water pad on her three legs on her three legs <laughs> and having the best time of her life yeah can you send it to me i will send it to you she it sounds is, like a happy dog she is and that's what helps me it's like she's happy and she yeah she's just living her best life and she wakes up and stretches and makes this big noise you know and is ready to go and it, it, you can't be you can't be sad or upset or around her because either she'll come hug you like she tried or she will like, you know, play. She has this look on her face uh, when she's ready to go play. She just like tilts her head and looks at you like, 
play. <laughs> um, you just, she just makes me laugh every day. Yep. Every day. My dogs make me laugh every single every day. day. Yep. And she, um, at, you, you are less anxious now cause you're not talking about Canelo and she's just gone to sleep now. So yeah, she's, she's like, you're okay. okay. Um, if, if Papaya could understand English, what would you say to her? I, I, I told her a few times, like, thank you. Thank you for letting me love you and, and taking care of me and let me take care of you. And you understanding that, you know, that I, I have anxiety and you want to, you know, protect me from that. And you're good with Loco now, my cat. And like, you're my, my, I call her my angel on earth. I call Canelo my angel in heaven. Yeah. And she is, she is literally my angel on earth.